Hey everyone, my name is Nathan Forster, and I'm asking the big questions of authors and activists, scholars and survivors, poets and priests, therapists and theologians, and basically everyone in between. This will be a resource for people who, deep in their bones, think that surely God's kingdom is deeper and wider than the box we've sometimes put it in. And so what better way to discover this than by learning people's stories and their specialities, in order that we deepen and widen our perspective on faith, community, society and life. So journey with me as we go deeper and wider. Churches doing community engagement. What springs to mind when you think of it? We might think it's something like churches giving bedding to the homeless, or having a soup kitchen, or maybe running their own thrift store. But is there more to community engagement than this? Is there a difference between churches doing charity and churches engaging with the community? And how do we understand the church's role in the wider community? Are churches just there to get people to come to their church to get their needs met? Or is there a different goal that churches can partner in pursuing that seeks to empower whole communities? These are the questions we're going to explore with Tara Conrad as she seeks to expand for us what it means for churches to engage with the community. Tara describes herself as a community engagement strategist, social change enthusiast, perpetual student of theology, and a cautious agitator for the common good. For five years, Tara led a church in transition, learning and experimenting with better ways to be a transformed people transforming our world. And this year, Tara has taken on a role with Hillsong Perth, leading a new campus in the northern suburbs of Perth, Western Australia. In addition to her current role at Hillsong Church, she has led a number of community engagement initiatives in the past. She has also previously been the state coordinator for community engagement for the movement known as Australian Christian Churches and has a passion to see society more shaped by equity. As we speak with Tara today, I think you're going to be surprised by what it means for a church to be doing community engagement. It is not less than charity and giving, however, it is certainly something much more. So let's talk about community engagement with Tara Conrad. So tell our listeners about yourself. What's your what's your faith journey? I have been in church more of my life than not now. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that will give away my age if I say how old I was when I walked into a church. But yeah, Fair enough, somewhere yeah. around 15, 16. Yeah. And um, uh, not of any kind of Christian heritage. So, um, yeah, a little bit of um, growing up conversations around God. I had sure. an auntie who was a pastor who would send me um, things because she lived uh, in another country. So, yeah. yeah, this is a kind of weird idea, I guess, about faith but um went mm. to a church for a free skate um, nice <laughs> so they had a skate park there is that yeah like... so it was uh set up so that if you were 
part of the church, you yeah. were allowed to use a skate park on a Sunday, which wasn't allowed to trade otherwise on Sundays because of yeah, you know, right. um, Sunday trading and all of that. Yeah. So there was a, kind of a whole collection of um, friends of mine who would go along on Sundays, uh, sit through the service, yeah. and they'd often do like a special service for, um, you know, called skate church or whatever, a youth church. And, yeah. Uh, and then we'd hang out and skate for the rest of the day which meant we were also hanging out with the church crew um all day which was probably more influential than sitting through the service ever was yeah but, wow um, okay yeah you know that was uh that was their idea get them to come to church and, yeah, yeah and yeah. then they'll um and kudos it's, yeah yeah, yeah. It's um, i mean the yeah it's, it's funny what what worked, I don't think, was ever sitting through the service. I think yeah. it was just the people that were there all yes, day. Yes, the community. Yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, so hung around long enough um, that uh, I eventually got involved in the youth programs and things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I landed up in church. Mm. Um, I always kind of um, tend towards uh, doing things more than being somewhere. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got involved in volunteering and stuff mm. and, uh I uh, remember early in my youth leadership days, uh, friend Dave uh, had kind of just a casual drop, of, like line, you know, mm. was saying how like ministry is just, um, you know, leadership's just last man standing. Um, and I, that's I, like, interesting. I, a hundred percent think yeah. he was he was correct. I reckon I was just. Uh, I've so often been the last person in the room. Oh, really? So that's how I've yes. landed up in, in yes. different roles. So, yes. um, oh, you know, to put it more spiritually, Eugene Peterson says uh, a, a long obedience in the same same direction. <laughs> that's uh, a good, that's a good, <laughs> good reframe. I like that. Yeah. So, From Dave uh, to Eugene. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking, did you have like a particular conversion experience or was it a slow burner? Like what was the... Yeah, I, I hate those forms that mm. say what date... Did you sure, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I can give you a rough two-year period, yeah. maybe, from when yeah. I would have identified myself as uh, a person of faith or not. Like, yeah, sure. Um, so, and that would have been just through those years of being in church. I do yeah. remember when I stopped arguing the, the against points and started mm-hmm. arguing the for. Yeah, um, interesting. You know, um, there's some classic Pentecostal ones in there and... Uh, mm. I remember going along to an event one night and mm. probably the first one where I, I would say I, I had any kind of like experiential knowledge sure. of God um, yeah. and um, you know not that that was revolutionary sure. immediately sure. There was, sure. it was still just such a like so much going on in my life mm. at the time so mm. um, you know it's, I was constantly one foot uh, you know, in the church and one out, if you yep. know, that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, um, I think there's there's been uh, times when I can pinpoint shifts, but yes. nothing that I could nail out. Yeah, totally. Know. And I think I think a lot of, lot of faith journeys are it, it's a slow burn. Yeah, it's a, yeah. it's an onwards and up with growth. Yeah, I mean, uh, still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't we all? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah right okay so so yeah so you're you're somebody who went to church initially yeah. because you can get get a good skate afterwards yeah. but you had these community experiences yeah. whereby you actually got to know people and and slowly over time you had of course one foot in the church world one foot outside mm-hmm. the church world um, 
Was was there a point where you felt like you're quite firmly within the church world? Like, do you, do you have a sense of, of that as well? Yeah. Um, I often that's the other question that get asked. You know, when when did you feel called to ministry, or mm. when did you you know and because um, for me, like, yeah, there really hasn't ever been an uh, you know um, a a point of what I would frame as conversion. Yeah, you know? totally. I never even always considered myself a Christian, having yeah. had just those mm-hmm. early kind of voices speaking yeah, totally. about Jesus and yeah. you know that sort of thing. So, um, and I, that's another one that I really can't quite pinpoint. Mm. Um, mm. It, it's just been. Uh, a growth of understanding or, yes. or a seeking I do remember kind of recognizing that there was something in the um, in the message that, mm, you know, sure. about um, the reconciliation mm, um, okay. that really resonated with me you know that being mm. um, put back together yes. um, uh, reconciled to God and um, and my experience, even though I don't think I ever had words for it, you know, was also sure. being reconciled to mm. community. Uh, I think like my um, early teenage years was um, marked by like a really rebellious, like it, I wasn't really committed to anything except being against sure. something. Yeah, against um, the system. You know, sure, whether yeah. it was, you know, yeah, like... Um, parent figures or, or mm-hmm. education or, or legal status or what, whatever sure. it was like yes. yeah whatever I could be against it was yes it was that so yes. Yes. um so I think that when um yeah when I had been in church a while it was uh, this realization that you part of something mm. the church being you know that community yeah like uh, a space of belonging yeah so to speak yeah okay um so tell us your, your story about how you, you became to be interested in community engagement. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I say that probably because it is something foundational to where I've ended up in my faith and mm-hmm. ministry now. Um, I started uh, considering what I was going to study after uh, I finished school and mm. it's odd I never even considered not going on to study because I'd always um, done quite well academically mm-hmm. yeah, even though I basically skipped an entire year of school um, so I by, by the time I selected my subjects for year 11 and 12 I started thinking about career I was looking at psychology um, and uh, that was probably um, what I thought I was signing sure. up for, so yeah. chose all my subjects based on that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I remember sitting in my uh, year 12 um, chemistry class and the teacher passed around the book. It was mm-hmm. like the, you know a Bible-sized book uh, that had uh, like a careers guide. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, these yeah. days... I, pretty sure we just use the internet but yeah, like so, uh, app now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm, I'm flicking through and uh, you know just this world of possibilities mm. and uh, I don't know maybe like um, because I was pretty bad at listening or doing anything that I was supposed to be doing in class so gone the whole way through the book and mm. I remember turning to the last page and reading the description of youth worker 
Yeah, right. Um, And by that stage, I'd been doing a little bit of work in the church and, well, I guess to be kind of honest, Christians were pretty scary and I didn't (laughs) feel like I had very much to offer them. I I, I barely understood the Bible stories. I was teaching the creche kids I was looking after. So uh, I didn't know... uh, you know, I didn't imagine ministry as an option or yeah. getting involved in um, that kind of youth work. So, yeah. uh, I, but I saw this job description for mm. youth work, social work yeah. uh, practice. So I signed up for social science. Um, uh, they, they up the road had a specialist major in uh, in youth work yeah. um, uh, with a um, and did a minor in addiction studies. Yeah. Um, probably given my background, I don't know, seemed interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, right, so, yeah. Um, and so ended up in the community sector. Yeah, right. Um, and I didn't um, engage enough <laughs> with what I was studying, but there were little things that mm. um, that jumped out. So I remember the social change unit and, mm. um, and community development were things that really interested me. Mm. Um, even though I was pretty much too young by the time I finished my degree to even get a job mm. in um, social work because at the time they weren't um, youth work didn't want uh, the field kind of was really bad at uh, give, uh, hiring anyone under the age of 25 which is quite ironic yeah um, it is quite <laughs> ironic yes <laughs> um, that's actually changed a lot because yeah, okay. it's kind of discriminating against young people. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I graduated at 19 with a degree, um, mm-hmm. but really very little ability to get yeah, a job. Right. Yeah, right. Um, so, uh, well, not so. I'd also got married. And, um, so there were a few other things. At, so at that time yeah. and was like eight months pregnant by the time I finished my degree. Yeah, so, right. yeah. uh, so I just, uh, yeah, I didn't go back and work for a while um, yes, yes. until the kids were a bit bigger. Then yeah. got back involved in um, crisis accommodation, mm-hmm. homelessness sector, started working there and mm. um, at the same time had been working in youth work. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah, so youth ministry. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. This church. is in the church. Yeah. 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 And so as I am sort of picking up, you know, youth work, um, practice mm-hmm. in the community sector, uh, I can see what is missing mm. is um, often the desire for a young person to have any change or, or growth or, or shift in their circumstance because mm. they don't have people on their side or yeah, because well. they're, you know, they feel alone in the world or 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 their their community mm. that is strong is is not you know a, a healthy influence or yes, and I, yes. I see, even if there's good structures yeah. there that they're, they're not humanizing structures yeah. per se so a couple of years with that kind of intersection of seeing mm. the best of what you know the church community can do yeah um and then the um, seeing that no matter how great the programs and wraparound services and funding mm. and you know mm. all of that kind of thing was there was always this missing aspect yes. of community yes once um, they walked out the door yeah, yeah. they're in the big um, wide world that might not be treating them yeah. rightly and there was probably a time where I thought see the church was supposed to be the answer for everything mm. um, and I guess it took a lot of years of 
figuring out that actually the church is just supposed to be part of that bigger picture. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, an in, integral part and a, a part that has a story to tell and a message mm. to bring mm. um, and, and actually something that can make the rest of those spaces better when it's... Sure, um, yeah, when know, it flows out. Viewed, right, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, so that's, um, that's kind of where that landed, going, what, what could we do as mm. this group of people that have all of this energy and resource instead of trying to plant another church next door or <laughs> or build a bigger mm. crowd what could we how could we mm. bring this energy yes. um and, and then realizing as i started to study theology that mm. that actually was always the point of the story mm. So. Mm. and maybe tell me a bit about that because i can imagine um, some people might even ask the question, what is community engagement? Mm. And yeah, what does it have to go up to do with church? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I guess how I landed there mm-hmm. um, is I signed up for Bible College mm-hmm. um, as a youth pastor. Yeah. Um, when our youth ministry was um, uh, had gone from being to... Or two or three church kids mm. to kind of more than a hundred kids, mm. um, and um, the church was still not much bigger than that at all. So uh, yeah. they were all kids coming from outside of church, and um, and because we had one of the bigger youth ministries in the state at the time, but part of this little church, I started getting invited to speak places. Yeah, right. And, okay. And Got you know, and, yeah, 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 and yeah. like, and I. Quickly realizing that outside of Jesus loves you, has a plan for your life, like, hmm. and you know, I didn't really know what to do with hmm. those, uh, you know, um, that kind of space. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, and then go if I'm going to preach hmm. or speak, um, I I wanted to have um, yeah something to um, speak. To, you yeah. know, I wanted to know that what I was bringing was something useful or, yes. or and, and, you know, um, not problematic and, sure. um, sure. or, or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, so yeah, I took up just a, um, a post-grad, um, ministry, mm-hmm. um, qualification and, yeah. and really enjoyed the study um, more than I thought I would. I hadn't mm. really enjoyed the study when I was younger. But mm. um, I started to kind of find pieces that were like uh, all these things that I'd experienced, mm. Mm. it kind of gave words for. Yeah, you okay. Know, it, was, it was not that it, it changed my ideas as much as it reframed. Sure, um, okay. You know, it was like... I adding depth I guess mm, and mm. and bringing um, uh, big you know began to understand that church was uh, not just about bringing mm. the message of salvation for an afterlife mm. but it was always supposed to be uh, a witness to the kingdom mm. you know a uh, witness to what is good news yes, for the world yes, yeah. uh, understanding that God loved his creation mm, you know the world mm. in its entirety uh, yes. it, you know you start to 
you know, little things like differences, nuances in in the Greek that open up some of those things, yeah, you know, in some of the most um, familiar verses yeah. in um, in Christian conversation. So, um, and as I studied that, I um, would often follow up or even lean back into some of the stuff that I'd studied earlier, mm, mm. realizing a lot of the philosophy and sociology was you know, yeah, you um, found it in the Christian conversation anyway. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hadn't really realised that all those years ago. I was like, oh, I know what the Bible says and I don't, you know, like they're very yeah, sure. shallow, um, you know, unwilling to, sure. um, yeah, mm. to add anything to that. So, or, you know, look at it in a wider context. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I realised that God was relational, um, which was something that I hadn't, you know, I, I had always known God wanted to have, a relationship with us that was foundational sure you know, yeah from day one but realizing that this the way that god interacts in the world mm. is relational yeah. yeah and that's quite my my, my next question as, as well because um, because obviously you, you're there's obviously implications mm. of how we understand um god's relationship to the community yeah so maybe unpack that a little bit yeah i i mean i I think because I had gone from being an outsider to an insider, mm-hmm. um, it was very easy for me to want to to make that like you know um, the space where you win. You know, yes. I, I'm like, okay, this is we're on the winning side, <laughs> and um, and now our mission is to win over whatever's not already. Sure. Yeah. Um, but I think a key for me was uh, defining salvation. Yes. Yeah. Maybe um, unpack that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'll let you speak. I'm just fascinated. <laughs> I really want to know yeah. more. Yeah. And uh, it's funny. I can. Um, I'm pretty bad at like you know remembering some things, but some things just stand out. And I remember um, uh, listening to Jared McKenna on a podcast. Um, I'd taken interest because he had started a um a housing thing you know and i was still in the homelessness sector at the time started first home project and a friend had shared some of the stuff on social media so i'd seen it and so i started listening to some of his teaching and i just remember hearing the description of salvation Mm. and um what salve and the connection with that healing uh, yes. or, you know and and so i you know immediately go like and i, I probably i don't know if it's a good habit or a bad habit but literally will look up everything yep. that i'm like oh that yeah that sounds good okay like yeah let's, let's so dig it out get yeah the, like uh, i've got you know got out all the yes. things that i'd started gathering up you know all my reference books and dictionary bible dictionaries and the greek you know yeah to unpack um, that word yeah and so looking into that and it just was like this whole other understanding of salvation not to be saved from but to be saved for yeah and not um you know not like rescued but healed and yes and it made everything else like not change but deeper but yeah Yeah, it's like totally oh that that like and and so putting that in it's what I I would say it's right kind of I agree. you know yeah, understanding totally. yes um it meant that I I had to look well 
the everything differently. The church's mission, you know, yes. um, what what is that about, and mm. um, and what is you know what are what are we supposed to be um, uh, pursuing as Christians? Yes, um, yes. and it, yeah, it, it took away that idea that you know. Um, out in, you know, yes. us in, them out, we get them in, or, mm, you know, yes. or make some kind of you know, judgment on um, the fact that they're not, and move really to realising that regardless of what anyone's response is mm. to, um, mm. yeah, to this kind of um, articulation of salvation or Jesus yes. or whatever, yeah. the message of Jesus is to actually bring healing yes. and hope to the world. Yes. So that yes. means we relate entirely different to yes. Yes. those outside of um, the church, yes. you know, institutional. So. Yeah, I like what you said about, about realising that, that salvation's healing. And so obviously there's implications of the way we engage with the community mm. rather than seeing it as like trying to get people into four walls. Yeah. Rather, what would it mean to be a people who partner with what God's already mm. doing in the world mm. um, and to be people who are who we could perhaps say safe from sin but safe to a, a life of love a yeah. life of love of neighbor and, yeah. and the community and I mean I think there's a number of things that we um, we maybe bring our own kind of or, or understanding or definition to mm. that when uh, you sort of open up a little bit um, mm. yeah um, that changes like how you view that so Mm. um sin would be another one of those like Mm. you know i used to understand it as anything that was um you know uh uh, contrary to god's instruction yeah like this very very moral written word Yeah. yeah okay um where now i would describe it as anything that breaks or, um, you know, uh, um, impinges on our relationships, whether that be with God, yeah, with everyone totally. else. Um, I, I think um, separation is um, a key aspect of that conversation, but mm. not eternal, not in terms of yeah, afterlife eternal. Yeah, but not afterlife, like, or even legalistic, in, yeah, you yeah. know, like rule-breaking. Um, but more like anything that is a brokenness in relationship yes, yes. is um, what God seeks to restore. And yes. um, when you start to look at the parables and, and yes. the prophetic texts and yes. a, even apocalyptic texts, that makes so much oh, sense. It, like it, it does. Uh, that whole the reconciliation aspect then yes. becomes yes. Um, you know foundational and yes. yeah yeah when we see separation as rather than kind of in legal terms or purely afterlife terms, but rather relationally there's, there's, you know, the whole idea of shalom, you know, mm. the wholeness of yeah. the, the interwovenness of all things. Yeah. That sin is a, a, a combustion of, of that shalom, of that yeah, interwovenness. Yeah. If it's not, yeah, if it's not as it should be. Um, yes. Uh, as the be perfect as I'm perfect. I, I love, um, to speak, um, on those texts especially mm. Um, mm. Uh, because it's so um, I don't know misunderstood yes. like what is perfection yes. um, <laughs> and, um, 
we have this individualized understanding of yes. perfection and healing and mm. salvation and everything, mm. um, but perfected in the like in a biblical sense mm. is reconciled. Yes. Um, it's it's relational. It, it's, yeah, it's fundamentally it's, communal. Yeah, it yeah. Ha- it doesn't actually have a um, an individual perspective. Yes. Yes. It's um, it's how things interact and. Um, yeah, I think uh, that makes community and the way that we exist yes. with each other. Yes. It makes total sense with where you know when it, um, when Jesus talks about you know how mm. they'll you know how will they know mm. by how you love one another. Mm. Um, uh, all those things begin to not just be kind of these abstract and disconnected yes. principles for living, but yes. actually a vision for a better future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And all this, of course, has implications on communal yeah. engagement, I would imagine. Yeah, well, it changes how the church uh, sees its purpose and mandate. Yeah. Uh, well... Maybe it doesn't change how it reframes yeah. how yeah, sure. it should see it. Sure. And, um, and so if the church is not about winning, you know, some kind of, um, like, abstract mm. battle for some sure. some kind of understanding, yes. but actually about bringing hope and healing to the world yes. and, and reconciliation, then we start to take very seriously things that are... Not right in those, mm. you know. So, so to see that as part of salvation. Yeah, well. that's, which is yes. uh, it's it, it's why community and what we would now call social justice, which I literally mm. just either would call, you know, the good news yes. of the gospel or <laughs> justice. Yes. But we yes. we think you know yes. punishment type justice. Yeah, we do unfortunately. Think that, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, the but biblical the biblical one, which justice. is a setting rightness into the world. Yeah, and and that word right, like the mm. um, uh, the word that righteousness and justice both are derived mm. from, yes. mean uh, this. It's the same kind of right as when someone has rights and responsibilities. Yes. You know, that rights and responsibilities, yes. human yes. rights. Yes, exactly. Um, kind of from the idea that like everyone has an inherent value, mm. worth, mm. agency. Um, and mm. and rights mm. and so what is yeah. righteous what is justice mm. what is um, the kingdom of God is everyone having that mm. yes. Um, yes because uh, I think it was said at our, our um, conference just recently mm. that um, uh, everything comes down in the gospel comes down to uh, an understanding of mm. who God is. Mm. Someone described this as faith. Um, mm. Who God is and who we are. And they're 100% correct as long as we means we, not I. Sure. And that's where sometimes yes. things are, you know, we only take it as far as I, and I is 100% valid and necessary, but it can't stop at I. Yes. It has to be we. So yes. Yes. It, it has to be good news for everybody. Yes. So that righteousness has to extend mm. it, it, by definition. Yes. 
to everyone yes. or it's not righteousness yes. at all. Yes. Um, it can't be a personal yes. or individualistic, or yes. um, which is why selfishness and pride and mm. all of those things are the enemy of the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Um, it holds back that communi- yeah, community. Yeah, like why greed and, um, and all of those sort of things are, yes. are just as problematic mm. as, you know, some of the other things that we... Yeah, the stereotypical yeah, labels. Sin, yes, you know, yes. Yeah. Because it's a it's it's an unraveling yeah. of community of, of yeah. shalom. So, what is the church's relationship then to community? I guess that's what yeah. I'm trying to understand with the context yeah. of. So, so where that goes then? Yeah. If we if we understand the gospel to be that, and yep. if we understand the church to its role to mm. be a vehicle for that, yes. um, you know, we we become the um, the body of Christ yes. as such. So the ones that. Um, do the work of mm. the gospel that make it real the same mm. way um, God was revealed in the world through Jesus yes we're to reveal him in the world yes. um, as yes. his body and yes. um, and so we're actually to not just mm. talk about it but mm. actually be an example of it mm. um, and so that starts by mm. our relationship with God being reconciled yes. it, extends then to right relation how we love one another yes um, yes. You, it's, yes. You, you really can't um, do, say it better than Jesus does mm. and then goes mm. as we do that well yes and look to then you know our, our good works to the world mm. you know, um, totally that is another thing that yeah. it, says that we'll be known by yes, how yes. they'll recognize you know how how will they know unless they're shown yeah um, yeah um how, blessed are the feet that bring good news yes um yes, yes. it's like so There's we have to go and do a model and, yes, yeah yes. but we've got to get it right in the church as yes, well like yes. so which is it this weird kind of space with community engagement where you've really got to address mm. the the foundation and mm. the formation mm. um as well as, you know, okay, yeah. what is the church doing? Yes, um, there's that ebb and flow of, yeah. of like, yes, we've got to be out there, but we also got to be a, be a people who are actually modelling it rightly first. Yeah, and and not um, in that, you know... Yeah, um, it's not like we have to get it all together. Yeah, it's, a it's more so are we seeking it here yes. before we're yeah. um, attempting anything. It's like um, the plank... Mm. Yes, know, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I was totally. You've got to that. start there. Like, yeah, yeah. Now I know, I know, f- just from our past conversations, though, you would you would make a distinction with how we speak about community engagement in terms of the difference between a handout and a hand up. Mm-hmm. Though, could you talk a little bit about that and maybe explain yeah. it to people as well? Because I mean, yeah. I'm privy to previous conversations, but 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 yeah, in terms of actual on the ground community mm-hmm. engagement, what are we what are we providing? Are we are we being the people who are like, we've got yeah. the answers, or yeah. is it a little bit different than that? How would you spin yeah. it and put it? Um, this is the most common thing I come up against trying to sort of uh, help bring um, mm. a little bit of um, uh, a shift in the church's understanding yes. of yeah. community uh, and our role there, mm. um, is that often people revert to uh, this concept of charity or mm. um or even you know um yeah just like uh, like a handout, handout kind of thing yes um 
which is uh, why I'm really glad you kind of started um, yeah. back at the rights and um, yes, <laughs> I thought I'll set the stage. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. if we understand that the gospel mm. is um, that equity and all being mm. recognised as created in the image of God, yes, reconciled to each other, yeah, then both. Uh, a wrong understanding or abuse of power becomes mm, mm. the uh, something um, that is uh, yeah. really important in in what is going wrong or, or yeah. No, this, is, this is this is cool. Um, <laughs> Just hearing about this because yeah. power yeah. is um, is a really important consideration in any kind of um, community work practice. Mm, um, mm. You know, it's one of the first things that you, you learn about, um, you know, agency and mm-hmm. um, empowerment um, yes. and um, those kind of concepts are very, mm. very well un- understood outside of the church to mm. be fundamental to helping. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean, helping as in helping professions, you know, yes. so... Yes. Um, but it seems like the church mm. lost touch with the fact that that is so incredibly important to helping people. Mm. Um, and so... And within their own faith and gospel as well. Yeah, but anyway, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's founded yes, in yes. the gospel. The reason why, you know, so... Um, because to see every person as equally mm. valued and, and with equal... Mm. Um, rights and all of those kind of things. Mm. It's only the gospel that yes. gives us that, right? Yes. So, like, yeah. it's only understanding um, uh, that that actually is um, the message. Mm. Yes. Um, that we as people tend to view ourselves mm. um, or anyone who. Uh, reflects us, mm, so mm. people who look like us and sound like us, or agree with us, mm. or support us, mm. or our understanding of things. Um, we're just inherently mm. going to um, to view that as the most important aspect of any conversation. Mm. But to be changed and remade, and uh, you know, to allow that um you know renewing of our mind and uh, yes. and all the things that the work of Christ in us is supposed to do yeah um that is what shifts our understanding that's yes. what shifts that i am the center of the universe <laughs> to hey we all are mm. it, it's mm. it's the story yes. as far as i'm concerned that i see from yes like you know, yeah, yeah. from scripture, from yeah. Genesis to Revelation, yeah, is, absolutely. Um, yeah, you mm. and them. Yeah, it, it's like um, you know all the texts about welcoming the stranger yes. and yes. everything that um, that Jesus mm. did that basically said, "Whoever's on the outside, I'm going to," mm. you know. Um, yeah, that's so it. He yeah. he empowers the marginalised. In fact, yeah. they no longer become marginalised because the whole idea of margin is on margin. Yeah, but yeah. You're actually, Jesus brings people to the centre of, of authentic power, which yeah. is um, servant servanthood power. I, I guess. Yeah. So he not only reframes mm. who's in, who's out, or mm. that idea of um, drawing lines, but but mm. also reframes what um, mm. because when 
when you don't do that, mm. if that isn't transformed, like mm. we see, you know, um, when the oppressed are liberated, mm. Uh, mm. but they're not um, so uh, liberated from their circumstances, yes. but not from, um, y- you know, the things that uh, have. Um, like an ideology of yeah, how to still do power, but but now. yeah, when when that's not done, the oppressed yes. becomes the oppressor. Yes, yes. Um, it's actually why the concept of forgiveness is so integral yes. uh, to the gospel, because mm. when you forgiveness is best kind of uh, the best understanding is mm. uh, financial. I mean, not um, I, I know you mean. as in it's yeah. not about money, but like yes. you know when. Uh, when you are wronged, you're owed a debt, yes. um, which makes you indebted. Like yes. you, uh, you have a negative balance. Yes, yeah. And to forgive says you write off that balance. Yes. It's not actually got anything to do with what the person owes you. Yes. It's got everything to do with um, letting go of what yes. is depleted or wow. you know what yes. is yes. Um, indebted in you. Yes. And so, um, and so when you write that off, you also mm. relinquish. Mm. The um, uh, this is why it's kind of best understood as a financial. Yes, yes, yes. Um, is that the if someone owed you a debt in sort of the mm. biblical, um, yep, you know, world. Um, if someone owed a debt, mm-hmm. then they or their children mm. would be liable to be sold into slavery sure, well, okay. to yes. uh, to pay that debt. Yeah. That yeah. was you know if you didn't have the resources to pay it back, yes. then your life was yes. um, uh, owed, and so that is how people would yes. be sold into slavery. Um, yes. yes. Outside of um, you know other you know circumstances yes war and all of that but as long as we fail to forgive Mm. we have a tendency to become the oppressor because we're owed a debt so then we're um, in a position to um to put someone else in that um state of being oppressed so that uh, that's so contrary to the gospel where god seeks to correct all of that where yes. no one would own someone else or seek to be more yes. than human but yes. just to yes yeah to coexist in right relationship or be perfected yeah so so forgiveness transfigures power power transfigures forgiveness mm. yeah absolutely and, and there's a, a new model of power then yeah. on the far side of it yeah. which coming back to community engagement would mean i would imagine um that if we are going to model community engagement, you mentioned before about the power dynamic. Mm. So a, a, a new way of doing power, mm. you would say, is about empowerment. Yes, absolutely. So when we get a right understanding of that, yes, we see that as the church, anything that contributes mm. to oppressive mm. systems mm. is actually unhelpful in the yes. long run. Yeah. That So, I mean, there's discussions and nuances between mercy and justice yes, and yes. and it's always this is where it does come back to the individual often yeah. um the best response is to show mercy in an individual situation mm-hmm. but to address mm. justice on a wider yes. scale and yes. um and this is why i am so passionate about churches learning and understanding the concepts of community development we teach from uh, we teach community based uh, mm-hmm. asset based community development okay. yeah. Um, yeah. which is a model that was actually developed by Christians mm. and then 
basically completely forgotten by the church, but widely adopted. Yeah, in, totally. Um, the, you know, government and not-for-profit yeah. sector. and Which shouldn't and be well, surprising, well you know, they yeah. see the, um, the And unfortunately, the church has kind of missed out on yeah. un- the understanding of it for so long. Yeah. But, um, but asset-based community development yeah. seeks to yeah, bring about practice that mm-hmm. the church is able to put to work its resources mm-hmm. Um, the church is able to use whatever influence, privilege mm. and position that it has, mm. um, which, you know, to recognize those things aren't to say, well, now we just pretend we don't have them or, or like whatever is, yeah. but actually to put them to good work. Yeah. And it's like, so, no, we do have it, but yeah. we're going to use what we, our position, redemptive. Yeah. yeah. And so, choice. and it's about using that space to then ask mm. the question about what, and you know, what is not what's not right in our community right mm. now or what needs to be improved um, or what needs are there what um, you know uh, what is the community seeking or, mm. or desiring and um, and mm. helping to facilitate growth yes. and transformation through empowering um, people to bring mm. Um, mm. you know their skills what they can contribute um, mm. Uh, to be included and yes. all of those sort of things. So it dr- addresses aspects of, um, you know, um, inclusion and diversity mm, and, mm. Um, you know, that that brings the whole conversation around to, um, you know, the purpose of the gospel, mm. bringing transformation. Mm. The fact that... Y- the church can be facilitating things that mm. don't have the church's name on it, mm. that don't have, you know, a financial or a, you know, influential benefit to yes, the church. Yes, totally, yes. And still be doing the work of the gospel. Yeah. Um, in fact, probably more so. Yeah, but, you know, because it's a um, non-outcome-based yeah. love, which is unconditional love. You know, it's like, let's just love the community. Yeah, and the crazy thing about that is... That kind of gospel, in my experience, is good news mm. to the poor. It's yes. good news to those who mourn. It's good news mm. to those who are oppressed. And it is more of a challenge to those who are yes. in positions of power mm. um, who are, or who are the insiders, not the mm. outsiders. Yes. Um, and so it's still, you know, it's often... Um, the challenge, you know, uh, we you, we should be. Um, uh, it's okay if we're hated by the world, you know that kind of sure. scriptural yeah. misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, but we've we've misun- misunderstood what world to, that was talking about. Yeah, and to be hated um, for what? <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah. the the message of Jesus was always good news. Yes to yes. the world yes. uh, if we're talking about the cosmos, it's good news to the mm-hmm. world if we're talking about ethnos is mm. where it becomes difficult is mm. the powers and principalities, that's so yeah, it's yeah. not good news yes, for yes, yes. Um, yes. And, and which is reflected yeah. right in the gospels I mean the Jesus yeah. was executed by the powers <laughs> yeah, we, yes. we spiritualise powers and principalities mm. in ways that mean mm. it has no real implications mm. for our world yes. and no real implications for our own, mm, um, mm. you know, to, to follow a gospel that looks like that is a narrow path. Yes. You know, yes. it's, yes. um, it's how, uh, yeah, it, it's a constant, mm. um, 
wrestle with scripture and discernment yes. and um, relationship and hearing from others. Yes. And it's like it's one that's so dependent on the Holy Spirit and yes. and the wisdom of the church and um, mm. you know seeking to actually be made right on a daily basis. Yes. Like, yes. That it, it is it's hard work. Yeah. It's not an easy here's 10 ways to be right and make sure you're <laughs> on the end. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. So. And something I want to pick up on as well, because you mentioned about the principality of powers, because, yeah, as you do seek to a, do a genuine genuine empowerment mm. of the community, that isn't just a hand a hand out, but a sheer hand up to which we mm. all we all co-benefit in that. Yeah, the, the people who will hate us are those who, who benefited from the community being in the trough, who yeah. benefited from... Um, people being you know, manevously dependent upon yeah. upon them, and it's like those are the people who will start to throw shade. <laughs> yeah. And look, yeah. the the without getting overly caught up in you know economic theory and stuff. Sure. Uh, yeah, like sure. the aristocracy depends mm. on slavery. Yes. Um. So there is um. There's wages earned. You know, mm. or there's you know lifestyle and mm. wealth and benefit yes. earned, and then yeah. there's um, there's profit. Yeah. And, and profit always costs somebody. Yeah. Um, and so without a class of people who yes. um, who it's costing. Yeah. Profit can't be made. Yes. And so yes. as long as there is systems that profit off mm-hmm. the poor, there will, will yes. always have the poor, which is why we need to challenge the system as well as uphold yes. the poor. And so that's where justice and community engagement can't be yes, separated. Yes, yes, and that's yeah. exactly, exactly, they can't be separated. Now, you mentioned something before a while back, and I just want to touch on it, because, and you talked about the difference between perhaps charity and mm. community engagement. Could you break that down a bit more? Because I, I, I can't get the gist that when charity's done, charity can be done in ways where you still have all the power and so you, yeah. you can give, 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 but you've still got the power and you've still got the distance. And you, yeah. Is that what you mean by like a malevolent way of doing yeah. charity? Like, could you maybe unpack, yeah. unpack it a little bit more? Yeah, so, um, I mean, the way you go from um, charity to, hmm. um, well, uh, like understanding what charity actually is and charity mm. can only be afforded by those who it costs something deeply. Um, that's yeah, okay. where the word comes from. So okay. actually it's our... Um, it partially comes from our own understanding. Mm. If we have... Oh, there was a quote I read recently, and mm. I cannot remember, you know, sort of like a uh, you know, literary quote from 100 years ago or so, but um, the, the author said that if, um, if we have too much and someone else doesn't have enough, mm. um, you know... I think it said something along the lines of your extra coat belongs to your brother. Yeah, wow. So, um, because, you know, your opportunity and privilege mm. and, and their lack thereof mm. has mm. enabled that, you know, yes. disparity. It, and, yeah, there's not discounting individual work and contribution and all sure, of that. Sure, but yeah. there is, there's a reality that, that mm. that's kind of how the world works, you know, mm. to whom... You know, he has much, much as given. Yes. Um, and um, so if we understand that if we have more than enough and someone else doesn't have enough mm. to actually provide, you know, 
relief or aid or mm. or um, you know those kind of things mm. is not charity it's justice yes yes um, so that's that aside mm. um, if we yeah if we're to do those things though in ways that empower people mm. um, versus ways that mm. um, you know sign them up to uh, cards that mean that they have to buy their products from certain companies mm, mm. Um, that charge more yes, um, yes. you know um, or limit their decision making skills or even make them feel like they're less than yes, because of yes. the situation they're in that's that's mm. not um, that actually yes. continues the system yeah, it and makes does. it worse it does um, yes. so finding ways to, yeah, to yeah. you know um, it's you know uh, one example is the difference between a soup kitchen and a mm. community meal mm. Um, mm. one where everyone's welcome and everyone can come and do a cooking class or yes. or learn to make something or, or yes. bring shared resources yes but everyone walks away fed yes um, versus a soup kitchen for mm. people who don't have enough to eat Mm. Um, served by people who come to mm. um, to serve the poor. Mm. Um, mm. Not that I think people do that yeah, from a, I, a place of, you know... It's, oh, I can uh, hear like your heart. You're, you're not going that intention. evil, necessarily evil people. It's just like, no, no they really do want to help. It's just... Um, yeah. Um, and in a lot of ways, you know, from whatever understanding we have, yeah. like that's seeking justice. Yes. Um, but that that seeking justice always has to be reflective mm. and mm. allowing God to speak to that. So, you know, mm. there was a time where we thought setting up orphanages internationally mm. was mm. a way to seek justice, to provide for mm. people who, you know, and, and now uh, international agencies understand that that's, yeah. you know, um, in the long term more harmful and so bringing corrective to that practice. Yes. Yes. And and go, you know, it's not to demonise what's oh, gone before. Not. There totally sometimes not. has to be repentance or you yeah, know, reflective. Yeah, yeah. But then to go, okay, well, how can we do this better? Yeah. And, and that's I think we need to be more, isn't it, more willing to do yes. that as the church. And so that's one of the tools and the things mm. that we do through community engagement, helping the church to find mm. those ways to mm. have a more reflective practice to include the people they're serving in the mm. community in their conversations, mm. so that it's not us giving to you it's us doing this together yeah and i love that and because it once again it goes back to the idea of empowerment mm. and i think it also doing it like that like reflective practice reflecting on the past how can we do it better is because it also wants us to go towards a better community engagement future but in a way that doesn't necessarily throw shade at people who probably yeah. did have good intentions and yeah. still do yeah i mean i can think of particular organizations which they will just walk the streets of the major city and just give out swags to people mm -hmm. and like do you still think there's some space for that, like maybe Absolutely. crisis care? Or no, like... it, th that's where it becomes mercy. Yes, you know, yes. Um, because there there is like if someone is cold, hungry, yeah. needs a drink, needs someone to visit them in prison. Like no, yeah. no doubt, Jesus was very yes. clear that yeah. we're to go to the yeah. ones. Yeah. So you're not saying need, like and do yeah, what totally. we can. Totally. And if if I have got the resources, time, mm. and position, like do that, do that. Yes. Yeah. But. Don't stop at that. Yes, I like that. That's a good um, distinction. That's and a good and distinction. it's also, you know, never hold mm. holding that over someone. So yes. there's been, you know, situations where to receive, 
you know, receive aid in like foreign, you know, mm. it's like them requiring them to conform to something that mm-hmm. we're, you know, um, imposing or yeah. on a smaller local scale, you know, mm. to come in and get a food package, but you've got to then sign up for something yeah, or submit so that to something that, yeah, yes. you know, um, or, or making it, you know, and, and it's being careful to look at practices yes. like posting photos of mm. you know people mm-hmm. that make us look great and helpful mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. maybe actually might not be so nice for the people involved in yes you know so yes um yes. those kind of things that need mm. to be addressed mm. um and uh, yeah so it doesn't it doesn't mean we don't do those things yeah, because totally. like the, the reality is mm. the world that we're in right now is that people are suffering and yeah, alleviating yeah. suffering yeah is, there's, there's a place for the, the very pragmatic like yeah. someone's cold yeah. on the street and they need something right now but as you yeah. rightly said it's 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 a mercy yeah. and a justice yeah. and but a, do do we then go ask because if you're willing to go to that point mm. but unwilling to vote Mm-hmm. according to you know um mm. policies that are mm. gonna then make that situation yes. worse yes. for that yeah. person yes. or you know do you do you send money overseas mm. um to support you know people in impoverished places mm. and then buy products from companies mm. that are yeah, creating that contribute to to that poverty in the first place yeah. that you're trying to alleviate financially. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. again, it it actually takes work and seeking mm. justice. And, like, and it does. And as you mentioned before, the wisdom of the of the Holy Spirit to actually open yeah. our minds to these realities. That it's like, oh, how yeah. have I been a person who has been complicit yeah. to this? Yeah. And Lord have mercy, we all have. But, yeah. but to nonetheless be aware of that. Yeah. Um, uh, and and what it's like one, uh, you know, one conversation at a time. Yes. It's like it's um, that we can't do everything, but mm-hmm. recognizing that faith says God is God, but I'm responsible for what I can do today. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I can't fix everything, and that doesn't mean we give up and don't do everything yes, and yes. it doesn't mean that we you know mm. carry the weight of the world and give mm. up on life because mm. this good news is good news yes. for everyone yes. including you know mm. um including everyone who's mm. trying to do the work of the yes. good news yes. so yes. it shouldn't destroy you doing yes. that yes. um which i've seen kind of both ends of the scale yes. it's like either just i don't want to have anything to do with it because it's like how can we fix everything there's too mm. many you talk about too many problems don't like i don't want to hear it you know, and then the other side to that mm. is just like, you know, the mm. world is overwhelming. I should, like, I feel guilty about even, mm. you know, having a coffee with a friend, you know, like. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, yes. no, that was never. Yes, exactly. Yeah, either. yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think, I think in all of this, it's, I think you've, you've, you've said it quite well in terms of what would it mean to be a church who engage with the community in a way that's empowering, that doesn't yeah. keep us yeah. at the, the centre, but rather that we all come together. Yeah. And it and looks like that servant kind of leadership. Exactly. That says, how can we host what you're doing right now? Yes, yes, yes. Um, how can we serve the council mm. and what they're mm. looking, you know, what are their priorities and how can we mm. actually mm. put our resources to yeah. that instead of saying, oh, the council never, you know, um, signs off on the stuff we want to do. Mm. Like, um, we very rarely have done anything mm. um of our own accord and uh, like in the like 15 plus years I've been in our church we've mm. done 
everything from, mm. um, you know, we were involved in establishing the carols in the park that's mm-hmm. now run by a much bigger church down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But in in its early years, yes. what was previously Cornerstone there was integral in setting that. Yes. And that was a response to yeah. commu- available kind of community. Yes. Like yes. Um, the Joondalup Christmas lunch started yes. with a yes, few members right. uh, right. of our church. Right. And, um, and that was a response to the council actually yes. saying, we'd like someone to do this. Yes. Not the church going, we want to do this. Yeah, um, yeah. it's not coming with all the answers. It's... Um, you know, and our um, provision of services and space and, yes. you know, we've never, um, you know, and that's not to say sometimes mm. we encounter difficulties that are up mm. there, but, like, mm. I think when we're serving mm. the needs of others, you know, there's a um, the opposition then mm. is actually found in our own hearts, not yes. necessarily, you know. Oh, so true, um, so true. Uh, yeah, because it challenges us to so. to be be a new type of people in the community. Mm-hmm. But I like what you said though, because I mean, and and I really like what you said as well, because that that servant heart is we don't think we've got the answers, but rather we listen mm-hmm. to the community to see to see what their hearts and desires are. Which yeah. I think you're right. I think that is that's yeah. a form of servant leadership because yeah. it's listening to the voices of. Of those yeah. who have desires, legitimate desires, yeah. you know? and and actually believing that they're created in the image of God, mm-hmm. and those things that are in them that are good that yes. the church should be supporting yes. are things that generally look like mm. the message of Jesus. Mm. Like mm. it's like Paul when he sends the um, uh, you know people out into um, the areas around to you know, go and establish yes. new churches. Mm. And he says, go and find a person of peace. Yes, um, that's right. And stay there. Well, like, these were not people who were Christians. He's not mm. saying go and find a Christian. Mm. He's saying <laughs> go and find someone yes. who has that shalom yes. message, yes. That, yes. that their life is embodying that. Yes. And then yes. tell them about witness to Jesus. Mm. And and what that means is like a witness says, oh, hey, that looks like that person. Yes. You know, oh, that looks like, yeah, mm. like uh, that's the guy that I saw. Mm. So when mm. we when we witness, like, go and find a person of peace. So when um, they would go, mm. they would find these things that looked like the gospel and yes. go, hey, this is the message of God. Oh, I love that. We're supposed to then yes. make that bigger, you know. Like, yeah, totally. Um, we, we come with, with the, 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 for lack of a better analogy, the completed story, the story they're already kind yeah. of leaning in or leaning towards. Yeah, it's like what what is in your heart that looks like Jesus? Yes. And going... Feed that. That's yes. what you know. That's yeah. the image of God in you, and yeah. and like this is who yeah. Jesus is, and this is yeah, yeah. like, uh, and that when you speak to people about God in mm. in that kind of way, mm. go okay. Well, what in you looks like Jesus? What yes. in your heart and your desire? Yes. Like instead of going where we kind of saw for some reason, I think that that misunderstanding of some of those concepts mm. led us to go. Mm. This is what's wrong mm-hmm. with your life and why it doesn't look like yes, Jesus. Yes, yes, yeah. It's a misunderstanding. Like Never the, the larger to theology, be done. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, I think you've touched on something which is important with community engagement because it is that larger theology of going, of going. Well, actually, what if we're all, ma- as you pointed out, what if we're made in the image of God? And yes, sin has come into all of all of us. Um, but we see that as something that's covered us as opposed to something that is us. Mm. And as such, there can be things yeah. in people 
who might not have an explicit you know confession yeah. of faith yeah. but because they're made in God's image there's something the image wow. of God in them is 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 yearning for yeah. something yeah. and yeah to be a pe- people who actually partner with that because it's already yeah. there it's already true yeah. um, I mean we could go on day by day <laughs> on this yeah. it's the wider question of the Holy Spirit as well like yeah. you know recognizing the spirits already moving in creation and we're just partnering with what the spirits wanted to do mm. I mean I'm sure this it's a wider conversation I know yeah. but it's it's fun to talk about but yeah maybe yeah. just so you, oh, go, you go no I was just going to say I just um, on that I, mm. I guess to explore that deeper I yeah, highly recommend um, like uh, spirit um, spirit community and or spirit garden community but Amos Young Amos Young yeah. I, was, I was about to say the author's name I was like I, I think you're talking about Amos Young the, Amos yeah. Young yeah um, Spirit word community. Spirit word community. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's a good theology resource, which can actually inform yeah, not just this conversation, but a lot of things about the engagement of the spirit. Mm. Maybe just to to wrap up. Maybe um, maybe two more questions. Mm. Uh, so, what would a church community committed to community engagement look like in the world? Um, it would look like a response to their own community. Mm-hmm. So it, it would look ev- different in every context. Yes. yes. Um, it would look like a church that's important to mm. their community but mm. doesn't dominate it um, mm. uh, and is characterized by love that puts others first. Yes. Um, yes. Um, it, it physically looks like a church that, you know, that puts the needs of their community above, um, mm. you know, some of the, the things that we might prioritize yes. um yes. Or, or at least considers their community um mm. Mm. uh in how they structure you know so um i don't know if um the best use of our resources is a building that's 90 percent auditorium that's used once sure. or twice a week yes, yes. um yeah know, so um, but there's ways to do that that meet the needs mm. of gathering, which is important. Mm. Yeah, totally. And I mean, how do you do community if you don't first learn to do it together? Yes, totally. Um, but that also, you know, puts that resource to good use. In yes. Ways. So, yeah. Yes. And maybe just finally, what advice would you give to communities or church communities um, that, in order to be active in community engagement? What, what, where, where would you yeah. start? What would you say? Um, I would start about learning about your community a hundred percent um and then um depending on uh, you know uh, seek justice mm. so what what is god's vision yes. for your community yes what does your community identify as their needs mm. and how do we how do we align mm. what we do in a way that empowers them to pursue what looks like the kingdom yes. um and in the process of that help them to recognize mm. what the kingdom is and who Jesus is um, and how they can be part of that story too. Wow, awesome. Mm. I was going to close with that question, but maybe just one more question. What well, are some examples you've seen of like some good community engagement? Um, there's so many, um, mm. and so many different ways. Mm. So um, I, I think, um, and like I said, it's, it's the churches um, that have been going on a journey to, mm-hmm. to do this for their community. Mm. Um, I love good life in mm. um, uh, in the Sunshine Coast mm-hmm. um, who recognised that their community didn't really have 
the kind of facilities that some of the more coastal mm-hmm. um, you know communities had on the sunshine and um, and so built a, a gym and rec center wow. their, their church literally has become yes. the community rec center for for their um, community of That's course really cool. um, ACC um, lighthouse church mm-hmm. um, that uh, have a building near the train station mm-hmm. that is central to their community and mm-hmm. has just become like literally the place where not only locals go to um, for things but when people get you know like they're almost like a, an information center yes. um, and then out of the strength of that, re- renovated mm. one of the local, um, what, what used to be a wool shed and became mm. like a, a um, event venue, mm. Um, mm. Mm. but a, pe- a real piece of that area's yes. history and um, have renovated that and um, created within that an events yes. and cafe and, and yes. you know, like a space where they host most of the like, you know, conferences, things like that in the area. Yes. And, um, it's just like a real, you know, um, gathering place for wow. um, for their area, um, yeah. I I think, it, but then um, there's so many little examples. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Um, it's the country churches that serve yes, their oh, community really well. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, um, I think Alter One and churches mm. that are ho- mm. hosting that and providing mm. education mm. and um, uh, you know, your that healing kind of aspect of um of ministries like that um open up doors into the community yes. in so many ways yes yes um you know it, it's churches that are signing up for you know um just recently uh micah um took 40 church leaders mm. uh oh, to advocate, Australia. yeah yeah, yeah. Um, to advocate for um, international aid. Yes, and, that's right. Um, that's right. You know, and speak up for that. And so, and I mean, that was like, you know, different, at like so many different denominations yes. there. And yes. Yeah. So um, uh, those kind of things, I, I think, you know, from a, a you know, top down mm-hmm. perspective, from the, you know, um, bottom up perspective, mm-hmm. and you have, you know, um, uh, Christians participating in some of the um, community, um, you know, um, activism and speaking up for mm. refugees mm. and speaking up for climate, um, you know, mm. um, climate justice and um, speaking up for those who are suffering and struggling yes. on New Start and yes. you know the change. Um, yeah, it's just this never-ending. Yes. I think. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Wow. No, it's good. Mm. It's, it's the kingdom on the move. Yeah. Thank you very much, Tara. This has been so much fun. <laughs> but I'll, I'll let you get back to, yeah. to yeah. doing your pastoring and community yeah. engaging. <laughs> no, but thank you okay. very much. Alright. Well, that was Tara Conrad talking about churches doing community engagement. To find out more about Tara... Follow her on Instagram and Twitter. Find her on Instagram at Tara Conrad. That's T-A-R-A-C-O-N-R-A-D-T. And on Twitter as Pastor underscore Tara. To learn more about the Hillsong campus she leads, go to hillsong.com slash perth slash north. That's it for this episode of Deeper and Wider. 
If you like what you heard, then please rate this episode on your podcast provider and share with your friends. To follow my work, then find me on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash nathan.forster or find me on either Twitter or Instagram at Nathan underscore Forster. Deeper and Wider is part of the Expansive Faith Network. To see more content like this podcast or to support our work, head over to expansivefaith.com. Until then, keep on seeking and go deeper and wider.